Hi everyone, this is Carmen Miksha and Sophia Miksha, your hosts of Seeds of Sunshine, a mother-daughter multi-generational podcast filled with laughter, wisdom and advice. Sophia is a sophomore in high school in the IB program, a runner, a piano player and a sister. I have a BA and MA degree in English and have published two poetry books and a tennis book, which you can find on Amazon or on my website, CarmenMixaBooks.com. I am also a marathon runner and the broker CEO of Dynamic Real Estate, my own company. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home with me in the Sacramento or Bay Area regions, please visit my website, DynamicSacramentoHomes.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We promise to sprinkle seeds of sunshine once a week to elevate your lives and dreams through better communication between generations. Kevin Martinez is a Sacramento-based pianist and music collaborator. He is a graduate of the Bachelor of Music program in piano performance at Sacramento State University, where he studied with internationally acclaimed pianist Richard Jonko. As an internationally recognized soloist, Kevin specializes in romantic era repertoire, frequently performing works by Brahms, Rachmaninoff, and Liszt, among others. Welcome to Seeds of Sunshine, Kevin. We are excited to chat with you. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And at the beginning of our podcast, we always start with a quote and a joke. Um, and the quote I found is obviously related to the piano, and it goes like this. Life is like a piano. What you get out of it depends on how you play it by uh, Tom Lehrer. It is a great quote, I think, because that's how it is with everything in life. You know, we, we get what we uh, put into it, right? <laughs> Yes, that's, that's a great quote. I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And then the joke, maybe you'll help us with the answer. How many pianists does it take to change a light bulb? Any guesses? Sophia, Kevin? So I was thinking one, because we're always just all alone in a room practicing, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Twelve. One to change the bulb and 11 to stand around and complain that they could have done it better. Yes, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, well, music and sports is like that. There's always that one person who thinks, oh, well, you know, they see it happen. I could have done that better. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll start with the questions. So please tell us a little bit about your childhood. When did you start playing the piano? And when did you realize that piano was your passion? Yeah, well, I started playing the piano when I was seven. And it's funny, I didn't really care for the music part of it. I liked the math part because I wanted to be an engineer. That was my goal, right? And so I went to school for engineering and did like, I mainly just learned theory on piano, but never really played it too much. Um, yeah, once I went to school for engineering, um, I, well, let's see, actually, the, uh, when the recession hit in like 2007, 2008, uh, I had my engineering job and got laid off and thought, well, I, I can either go back and keep doing this if that's what I want to do, or I can go back to the piano, which is always something I really wanted to do. And so I went back to school for music um, around when I was 25. 
and then started got into school uh, for music and decided yeah that's, that's definitely something i want to do the rest of my life oh that's nice yeah, yeah that's great and also um how how has studying music changed your perspective on other topics that's a really good question because uh I think about it all the time. Like whenever I need to memorize something or remember it's like, where did I park? Like the tiny things, you know, in life, I develop patterns in my head that I've learned through, you know, having to remember thousands and thousands of notes over the years. Um, you start to see patterns and things that you don't normally see patterns in. So, you know, I realized, oh, I can look at this as like a number sequence or look at this like a letter sequence, or it's like, what does this have to do with things that are related to it that I can kind of connect together? And so I think it just kind of makes everything a little bit easier <laughs> in order to understand new concepts and remember them. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, and I, according to some studies, I read a study by Martin Gardiner and his colleagues at the Center for the Study of Human Development at Brown University. And um, he found that specialized musical training in specific increments toward greater difficulty boosted second graders' math skills significantly above their peers. Do you agree with this study? If yes, how do you encourage parents and students to learn how to play the piano and stick to it knowing that, just like in your case, you wanted to become an engineer, it was a numbers, um, more of a numbers thing for you. And so I think with musical instruments, increasing the math skills is huge. So how, what's, what are your tips and recommendations for parents? Uh, yes, I, th I think for a lot of parents, they either, either want them to be like a, an immediate expert at the piano or an immediate expert in something as a child, right? And then, you know, it, it, it takes a while, just like anything. And, but yeah, I, I've noticed that a lot of them that, you know, really take piano like rigorously and seriously, like it, it helps them with, you know, math and reading and just getting concepts stronger. Um, I, I think the, the hardest part about learning anything is knowing you have to go slowly. <laughs> and the piano is great at teaching people, oh yeah, slow is good. <laughs> Um, and so I think when people have that slower approach to things, they end up learning things faster. And so that's like the most valuable thing I've seen. But yeah, when, when they need to learn something, it's better to just kind of approach it tiny steps at a time versus I need to get all this done immediately. <laughs> I agree. That's true with everything we learn in life, you know, and, uh, but especially with music and learning concepts that are, you know, we don't know anything about when we first start and uh, both Sophia and I play the piano I took a little break right now but I can also say that you know playing the piano is it's just it's it's very relaxing it makes you think you know what what notes you get to play and that musicality you know just brings joy into into our lives and I think Everyone should play a musical instrument, whether it's the piano, the guitar, whatever that is, you know, because especially the math portion, I noticed because Sofia started pretty early, she started to get really good at math. And um, that was like really amazing to me as a parent, you know? Yeah, you start to kind of connect all the patterns yeah, in different ways. Yes, yes.
Um, yeah, right. And, it's like the, the math and the art part kind of coming together. <laughs> right, right. Um, another study that I read, which is also huge, is that um, playing a musical instrument improves reading comprehension. Um, a 1993 study summarized in the Educational Psychology Journal showed that the ability to discriminate between pitch, which is a fundamental ability you learn when playing piano, was linked to good reading performance. Additionally, learning to memorize music before performance exercises, reading comprehension skills, and the portion of your brain responsible for recall. With that being said, Kevin, do you have any tips and tricks on helping students of all ages memorize music and anything else a little easier? Yes, I think uh, one of my teachers told me if you if you learn something one way, that, that, that's a great, that's a good start. But if you forget that one way, you don't have anything, right? <laughs> and so he's like, you have to develop a web of knowledge. So you know, you develop, you learn something one way, you learn it a different way. You take as many different approaches as you can. So if you learn something five or six different ways, you, if you forget one or two of them, you still have a strong structure. So approach it from whatever your strengths are. Some kids are great at math and some hate math and <laughs> want to learn it a different way. It's like, oh, let's find it in terms of other patterns or let's develop, or if you have really strong pitch, let's like recognize the pitch is a little sharper and see what we can do there. So there's always a different approach. <laughs> okay yeah there's like also another study in like 2014 where fourth grade students in a public school um, received individual piano lessons for three years and they tested higher on self-esteem measures and school music achievement tests learning to play piano and experiencing the excitement of mastery after learning a piece of music is an incredibly powerful way to boost one's confidence do you see this in your own students and also being an internationally recognized soloist has your own self, but also by being an internationally recognized soloist, has that increased your self-esteem as well? Oh yeah, good questions. I think some of my favorite moments, it, it never occurred to me because I didn't, um, I wasn't as excited to perform publicly as some other people are. And so I started seeing this in, in some of the kids, like the really shy ones, are some of the best performers <laughs> that I, I, I didn't expect that. Um, they, they walk off the stage with confidence, they bow, they smile, and then like they're backstage, their heart is racing, like that was amazing, I wanna do it again. It's like, you know, people who are afraid of roller coasters and to get on one, like I gotta go on that ride again, right? <laughs> and so you start to see like, um, like if, if they are quiet or shy, like that's their outlet to, to speak to others. Um, for myself, I think, um, I didn't realize, I always just kind of did it for like internal gratification. You know, at first I was like, oh, this is this is for me. And um, this is something that I enjoy doing. I don't know if anyone else is gonna enjoy listening to me. You know, they could, they have YouTube. But... <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where is my place in the world? And you know, there's, you know, world around recordings. And then realize, you know, it's kind of like a, a signature. Like you can't help it sound like yourself, right? You can't help it write like yourself. No one can really copy you even if they try. So however you play a piece is unique and then you can, people will enjoy that, right? And so once I started traveling, people were like, oh, can you play in this country? We'll pay for your, you know, your flight in your hotel. Like, wow, people actually care. You know, they, they want to hear this. I think that's when it hit me. <laughs> it's like, oh, there is value for everyone to perform their own way. Yeah, I like that. Also, um, 
at the end of each episode, we sprinkle seeds of sunshine, which is like something uplifting or inspiring. So what are your seeds of sunshine? Um, I, I learned this in undergrad. I think um, yeah, my seed of sunshine would be knowing that you can extract knowledge from like the tiniest seed, right? So I mean, whatever you choose to do, if you want to dedicate your life to it and make it yours um, and make you and yourself and others happy, um, just try as many different things as you can. You might not like everything, but you'll appreciate everything you try. And when you appreciate something, you gain perspective. And so when you gain those perspectives, I think the most important thing I learned from that is that you realize everyone struggles with certain things. We've all, especially playing the piano, there's always been that moment like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And then you realize, wait, I've done everything up until this point. What's just one more thing? Right. And then when you overcome those challenges, you can help others overcome those challenges too. And as a teacher, I'd see that, you know, like 50 times a week. <laughs> so I think if you stick with something and realize you can always do whatever you set out to do, you can not only improve yourself, but you can improve others that are struggling with those same things. Thank you. That was great. Um, and how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to start learning the piano? Oh, yes. Uh, on my website, I have uh, mpschool.org. It's, uh, it's Martina's Piano School. And I have my uh, email, text, or call. And then I can set up lessons or at least talk about, you know, what their plans are for the future with piano. Wonderful, Kevin. And what is your email? Yes. Oh, it's uh, martinezpianoschool at gmail.com. Great, great. We're going to put it in our show notes. And... Um... Any final thoughts before we let you go, Kevin, about do you, have you seen a resurgence in um, a music lessons during the pandemic or how has it been? And is it better now that the pandemic is kind of over? Yes, that's a good question because it changed completely. I remember like March and April of 2020. Um, I, I think pretty much everyone I know lost about a third to half their students. <laughs> Yes. And then, then we realized there's like this resurgence, like, wait, we're going to be trapped inside for who knows how long. And then, you know, that's when people started developing hobbies. Like, oh, I want to take up gardening. I want to take up an instrument. And those are like the big things. And so then it just got this steady string of you know, <laughs> more people that are enjoying it. Because like you said earlier, I think it's, it's a good way to de-stress. And when, you know, we're stuck inside our houses and not knowing what the future is going to hold, it's nice to be able to unwind with something relaxing and fun. <laughs> I, I agree, Kevin. We thank you so much for being on Seeds of Sunshine. Um, thank you for spreading the love for music. And thank you for teaching Sophia. And we will talk to you of soon. Course, yeah. Have a great, great day, Kevin. Thank you too. You. Thank you for inviting me. This is fun. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Seeds of Sunshine is a proud supporter of Sacramento Youth Center and 50% of your donations are going directly to our local branch. To contribute and support our podcast, please use the coffee app, which you can find in our show notes. It is greatly appreciated. Wishing you a great week full of sunshine. Thanks so much for listening, sharing, and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen to. And if you have some great wisdom and advice and wish to be a guest on Seeds of Sunshine, please message me on social media at Carmen Mixa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And last but not least, remember that we will have a monthly drawing for cool prizes to reward our top listeners and supporters. 
who share and review Seeds of Sunshine. Goodbye for now.